Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health. Find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Okay, we are recording, and we'll give it a few moments of relative silence, and we'll dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris, and as always, I'm joined by Jim and Alberto. How's it going, Alberto? Going quite all right under the circumstances. How's it yeah. going with you? <laughs> um, it's been a stressful couple of days, not not any different than anybody else, just in it, probably in my own personal uh uh, uh, manifestation of such being that, that I've had to, uh, I, I'm recording right now from Studio B. Um, my whole office has transitioned, uh, to the, to our finished garage space that is, uh, our den. And, uh, I've moved my entire office, uh, in about six or seven hours last night after finishing other projects that I had deadlines on. Um, so it's been quite the, the 24 hours, but um, this will allow my wife to be able to do remote lessons in her, uh, in her office. So uh, it, that, that, and I can be on the phone with customers at the same time and it not be a big issue. So that would be good. Uh, Jim, what's going on with you? We're, I know you're running around like crazy. It's been, um, it's been an interesting uh, time over the last week or so. Um, which I know we'll dive into a little bit this whole COVID nineteen thing and the um, the just the constant change with it and um, it's it's also to me a little bit of a test of how social media impacts our lives um, because people are you know you see your friends posting up their concerns and whatnot and people are commenting and then I mean it's just it's just it's just a lot to absorb and mm-hmm. frankly um, I come home at night and doing the social distancing thing and. I distance from everything. Like I just uncheck because I don't need to hear any more about it than already is going on in the world. So, but I'm alive. I don't have a fever. I've not traveled anywhere. So it's okay. Yeah. You're still having to go into the office being in the uh, bank life, right though? Wait, Berto, what did you say? (laughs) I said you haven't dove down any conspiracy theory rabbit holes lately. (laughs) No, no. I apologize for my rants in in previous episodes. (laughs) I cannot be held responsible for what's happened in past episodes of the Keto Man's Club podcast. No conspiracy. No, I'm just, I'll just shut up on that. And what did you start to say? Chris? <laughs> I, I was saying that, you know, I was asking if it, you are actually still having to go into the office and whatnot because, you know, banking life. So, um, yes, we are actually full service open. Um, I'm in Southern Indiana. Um, we, some of our, for all the competition there is in the business world, when things like this happen, people can work together. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've heard from a lot of peers at different organizations that are actually in the process of switching out from going to having like a teller line where you, people walk in and hand over a check and I need cash back or whatnot. Um, they're going to drive through only or buy appointments and different things. So I would predict that by the time this airs, we will be at that point. Um, for how long? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's, it's, it's a better safe than sorry. Nobody knows how this is going to shake out or anything. So if we do all of this to stay healthy and minimize, or what's, what's the phrase that everybody's saying, lower the curve or bring the curve down or whatever, then it's, it's done what it needs to do. So. Yeah. My, my, my hope and my, my feeling is that, that will be hopefully by the time this airs, things will start to become Maybe a new normal, but normal. Let's jump right into our shout outs. Uh, Jim, let's start with you. Yes, sir. sir. So my shout out is a gentleman who's been part of our group for quite a while. Um, and I, I, I read his name, but it doesn't want to roll off the way that it reads. So Kieran Harrowbine is my shout out for the week. This dude is five 
eight five nine. He went from uh, two sixty five to one seventy five. Posted in the group. A change takes time. It takes commitment. It's a process. I am a binge eater and a once binge drinker. I used poor diet techniques to lose a lot of my weight years ago. I've used keto and carnivore over the last two years to keep it off and build muscle. And we go from the the dad bod to actually kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds in this photo um, when I when I first saw it. Um, so dude is just killing it and uh mr carabine gets my shout out for the week very cool i will go next i am going to shout out mike jerome he's in our beginners group and he says uh it's been close to a year since i started doing keto i even took a month off and went on a sugar binge which i regretted i started at 240 weighing in today at 175 and he posted a picture and he's looking trim and fit and really uh good job there mike uh he um uh, you know he, he's even in the beginners group but I, I have a feeling i will probably be sending him a message soon saying hey go ahead and join us over in the the the, the, the main group because you're, you're you're doing awesome keep it up so uh yeah he's doing great berto how about you I'm going to go with uh, with David Blaco, uh, our good friend David. He, we mention him all the time. And the only reason I want to give him a special shout-out is because he might be the only reporting member that is uh, legitimately on <laughs> – I wanted to say house arrest for a second, but that just has a very negative connotation <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> He he he's on lockdown. Um, they can't leave their house out in California, you know, where where he lives, and so he, he's still posting in the group, and the, they're stuck at home while this whole thing blows over, and and hopefully it blows over soon. Depends mm-hmm. on who you talk to, because you know I got some pretty redneck hillbilly Texan friends that tell me the quote unquote real story, and uh, those are some fascinating stories. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and that you know, so he's he, but he's keeping. It down. He's trying to find the ways. There are. Um, he was saying, you know, if you need it, delivery service is the thing. It's still, you know, even in the uh, the areas of lockdown, those people are are still d- making it happen. So, you know, it's uh, it, it's, it, and I guess that is the the topic of the week, not just the coronavirus, even though we've been talking about that this entire time. Uh, but how to stay in protocol? How to stay the course whenever we have so much stuff? going on that would make it potentially difficult uh, runs on the grocery store aisles and limitations on how much of any protein source that we can get. And all these different things that we're uh, faced with right now, just trying to manage from day to day, the limitations that we're facing right now, while we allow this virus to run its course as slowly as possible so that as few people will be affected in a dramatic way. Um, so let's talk about our tips and tricks for staying keto when you can't really get out of the house for very much. Uh, Becca, <laughs> let's start with you. I mean, like for when <laughs> one of those scenarios where like I do have advice, but having a deep freezer, you know, with, I mean, mind you, right now it's it was running a little lean, but I've still probably got like at least forty to fifty pounds of proteins in the deep freezer. So for me, it's it's a little less anxiety inducing because I just got to dip into that thing, pull mm-hmm. out a you know five to seven pound pork shoulder and let it thaw out. But I mean, I mean, for me, other than that, it's it's as simple as is what better time to rely on a way of eating that allows you to eat less than most normal people do as cleanly as possible, mm-hmm. and you know. For some people that have been wanting to, to play with carnivore, now might be the perfect time to do it. You, yeah. You'll eat less. You, you know, you can definitely take advantage of fasting. I know just anxiety and stress, like my macros are way out of whack. And I'm not like stress eating. I'm stress not eating. You know, I'm just like my appetite's gone with all these things going on. You know, my work hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, the automotive industry, I was informed today, and I have no way to verify this, that we are considered essential industries. So there will be no stoppage of work for me. I still have to go out every day. And then I got to, you know, bring that home with me. When I come home and like nobody touched me, I got to take a shower and, and hope that's enough, which it may or may not be. We don't know. You know, it depends on what I'm exposed to during the day. But at this point for me, like keto is my anchor. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the one thing I don't got to worry about is is how I'm going to eat. That, you know, I, I don't have to stray from that. I know it'll keep me as healthy as possible. And under the current circumstances, that's 100% what I got to focus on. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Jim, how about you? 
Well, I completely agree with the freezer full of food. Uh, last week I was traveling every day and there's a um, Amish butcher shop um, midway between my home and uh, where my training site was. And I had the opportunity to stop actually twice and get both uh, fresh and frozen hamburger and steak and roast and different things like that. Um, so stocked up the, the fridge for sure. The thing that um, I think we've all witnessed in our towns in the shopping centers and grocery stores and whatnot is, you know, there's been this run on the, on the, on the basics kind of thing. You've seen bread, you've seen um, milk, eggs. I mean, it's run thin if it's not run out completely. Um, and, and so part of me is like, well, there, there's a lot of stuff that is available that's keto that is a good sign. Um, so you can find things. It kind of makes you think about what you're buying and what you um, are putting into your body that way. Um, also, and again, it's based on the community, but my town has gone to um, restaurants are only doing drive-through delivery or um, carry-out. And so the convenience factor is still there, but it's not as big. It's not the, oh, me and the buddies are going out after work at 5.30 and we're going to the Mexican restaurant, drink margaritas, chips and salsa. Oh, let's add queso. Oh, let's do this. So the social aspect is definitely crucial to our existence, but how we're doing it is a little bit different. So we're not getting those temptations as much by drinking beer after work with the buddies or going out to dinner with a bunch of people and, you know, oh, that cheesecake looks great. Oh, $14.95. Awesome. So, you know, we're kind of limiting what we're doing um, intake wise because of the resources that we have. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that it does, it, it does, it, that's it exactly. It puts us on a different decision course. Um, and then we have other days like me today. I've had, uh, let's see. <laughs> I was recounting this earlier with my wife. I had two, three pieces of bacon and a sausage patty and three or four cheese sticks. And that's like all I've eaten today, but I'm not hungry. So I'm not going to eat. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it's kind of one of those things where this is a great opportunity for us to listen to our bodies, to see see what they're telling us and, and assess what we really need. Now, if I was hungry, I've got about four pounds of ground beef pre-browned for me in the fridge, ready to warm up and make into a uh, egg roll on the, you know, egg roll in a bowl or whatever I want to do with it um, right there. So there's all sorts of really easy options. So yeah, for me, it's keep it basic. I, you know, and of course it's, it's my staple because it's really easy for me to cook and store. And then I can do things with it on, you know, over a period of a week to week and a half after cooking it and be able just to, you know, be able to eat it. In, you know, as, as I want to, but I'll just do ground beef, regular salted, you know, whatever I, I keep my spices pretty standard during that time, uh, you know, during the initial cook, because I don't want to, to, because if I want to shift it one way or another, whenever I cook it, I can do that. Um, and so I just salt and pepper it, you know, as I'm making it and just having really basic options during a time like this. And, you know, I got basic 80, 20, no hormone added, you know, normal, no hormone added, uh, type ground beef. It wasn't anything special. Uh, so I got a five pound tube of it and that's, you know, what I fried up the other night. So having simple go-tos available is a really great way to be able to, uh, to control our appetites and, and be able to, um, have a good, on plan option because there are plenty of ways that we could get distracted uh, and, and all of that. Uh, we'll probably talk more about the, the food side of this maybe in a minute because our guest is uh, in, in that world a tiny bit, not, not directly, but close enough. And uh, so we'll, we'll get into that. But uh, today we are joined by uh, Marty Thomas, one of our group members, and he is uh uh, he he's joined us graciously and uh welcome to the show thank you so much in the in the middle of uh 
Chromageddon. 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 Coming to you live from Chromageddon in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> and it's raining today, which never happens. So that makes it even more depressing <laughs> that we're all stuck inside our houses. Like, what is this? I feel like I still live in Oregon right now. Like, this is crazy. Uh, so welcome to the show, Marty. We um, really... Uh, Glad to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, kind of where you, you already kind of uh, pinpointed that you, you're you're in Arizona and, and yes. stuff like that. But tell us a little bit more about your, 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 you know, give us a quick bio. Okay. So I am, my name is Marty Thomas. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm really so excited in this crazy, depressing, scary time right now when we walk into stores and see shelves empty, which we've never really experienced ever in our lives. It's, it, I'm, I'm actually filled with uh, elatement and excitement tonight to, to be uh, amongst these guys who have been a part of my journey, honestly. I joined this group. I've been pretty quiet in it. Um, I started my keynote journey back uh, two years ago. And I started at 322 pounds. I am now down 115 pounds to 207 pounds, which is fantastic. And it's been just a big change in my whole life. Obviously, this is a lifestyle for me. Um, I uh, Again, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. This is where I'm at. And I'm just excited to be here tonight. Very cool. Very cool. Well, tell us a little bit about your health journey um, leading up to Keo. What was wrong? What's, you know, all of that. Okay, let's start with the list. Okay, you ready? So, Gout... (laughs) Uh, you ready? A list? What are you oh, doing yeah. to us, man? Oh, for sure. Get ready. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. So gout, kidney stones, uh, sleep apnea, high blood pressure. Uh, there was many, many things wrong with me. I had a heart attack uh, back in 2016. Uh, that was related to my sleep apnea. But but really what's so funny about this whole journey is I I actually, uh, I had, um, I travel a lot for work. I work for a Fortune 50 company and we might get into that, but uh, in the distribution world and I had to travel somewhere uh, for work to Houston, and I I developed this pain in my toe, and I was like, "What happened? Did I honestly did I take too many shots last night? I don't know what happened. <laughs> did I kick something?" <laughs> and I uh, I woke up the next day. I, fe- I felt pain in my toe. I went to the doctor. I brought my seven year old daughter with me, and I'd already had a heart attack at this point in my life, but that wasn't enough for me. And I went to the hospital. And the, they thought I had a blood clot. They brought me in and the doctor walked in and she didn't even touch me. And she looked at me and she said, how old are you? I said, what well, my age was 37. I think at that point, um, she said, how much do you weigh? I said, 322. And she said, you don't have a blood clot. Uh, basically you have gout. And, and to me, it was so weird, um, that even though I had a heart attack in the past and that didn't make me change my lifestyle, the word gout was very weird to me. <laughs> it was so weird. And my daughter was sitting there with me and I thought like, I'm grody. Like, what? <laughs> Gout. So I looked it up and I realized what it was. And she said, you know, you eat a lot of red meat, you drink. I said, yes, all these things. And that's really what changed my life. Following that visit to the hospital, she gave me a pill and I was better the next day. I was traveling to the airport in Houston and moving on with my life. And it was great. But I thought, I really do have to change my life. And uh, the following weekend, I flew back home to Phoenix and I went to meet uh, my wife and my daughter with her um, with her aunt and uncle. And they uh, were staying at a house, uh, an Airbnb, not far from where we live. And we went and met them. And they were the first people that actually introduced me to the keto diet. And they cooked a little pork loin and some other things. And they said, uh, you know, we're on the keto diet. And they were talking about their their successes that they've had since then. And so I came home and I just started researching like crazy on it. And I thought, I'm going to change my life. And I, I read for a week straight on the keto diet and I started my journey. And now I, I'm two years later, uh, 115 pounds down. I don't uh, sleep with a mask stuck to my face anymore. I have none of the other ailments that I've had previously. And life is pretty good. So I'm very, that was a lot. That was a lot. I know. <laughs> no, it's okay. One thing I want to jump in and ask. So when yeah. you were doing all this research and reading, 
tell us what you were, where you were finding information, who, who hit their mark with you and what, you don't have to name names, but what was like, eh, this isn't, this isn't. Well, me no, I, mean, I mean, obviously just like everybody, I joined all the groups with all the crazy people in them with all the crazy information. Even still today, I see people post things that I'm like, that is not keto. I found my group. You guys are my only group now. Uh, it's the only group that I follow. But I, I went through the whole cycle of beginner keto and all those other crazy things. And I saw all the people that were trying to kind of, um, you know, talk about how you can make all these dessert items. And for me, I just felt like for I needed a group that that just supported everything. And I, I found out with the keto man's group and I uh, this is the only group that I follow now. So. Uh, but I did, I did a ton of research. Obviously, I paid. I, I was a, a victim of paying into some of the things and getting the keto like things. But I eventually realized, obviously, this is is truly a lifestyle, and the only way that you can really follow it, it's not any. No one's going to send you a a meal guide that's going to follow everything. You've got to learn the uh, the fundamentals of what this is. And for the first time in my life, at 40 years old, I really learned about nutrition. I had never picked up a label in my life. And, and even honestly, um, realized what I was feeding my own child, you know? And so this has really taught me nutrition for the first time in my life, which is crazy. That's amazing. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, going down your, your extraordinary list of, of issues that were, I know. that, <laughs> that were yeah. clearly going wrong at one time, yeah. uh, do, do you, did you keep track of what started getting better when or how many medications you were on or how many you were able to drop off? Or at what point did you realize that, holy cow, this is actually going to work for me? And have no, probably I, stopped, years? I, I literally stopped everything. I lost 31 pounds my first month on keto. I knew that that was inflammation. That was all the poison leaving my body. That was all the sugar. I mean, I was a guy who used to like, it was normal. I would, I would just... I would just, uh, you know, smash back a, a king size Reese's for breakfast with my, uh, whatever sugary drink I was drinking. I didn't care, you know, and I work from home and I sit at a desk. I have a very high pressure job and I would sit there for 12 hours a day, you know, and, and over the years I went from being a pretty normal person, uh, to really being a very heavy guy. I mean, my nipples were in my armpits, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the visual that we wanted to convey. To yeah, you're welcome. Right? You're welcome. Hey, this is. <laughs> it's true. Hey, I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So who picks up from there? Come uh, on, you guys. This is your gig. <laughs> who picks up from that? Well, you know, we, uh, we've had the. Wait, free the keto nipple, you guys. Don't hate. Yeah. That's yeah. just what I was getting ready to say. We've advocated yeah. for that. It's yes. a hashtag. We're going to copyright that's it at right. some point. That's there right. There will be t-shirts right. that have that's flip right. out pockets, but that's another story. Um, yes. <laughs> Joey Coleman has changed our life forever. Yes. Yes, yes. he has. <laughs> yes, he has. Um, so, uh, Marty, the uh, what? So you, you you finally found keto. You you got into it and you started making changes. What did you find surprising? What did you find um, that was most beneficial? Kind of take us down that road. Yes. So I actually, uh, I guess I'm just going to be really honest with you right now. But I also am an individual who uh, is very high strung. Obviously, uh, have a ton of energy. Uh, uh, you know, my mind goes everywhere all the time. And one of the biggest things that really caught me right away was when I when I you know, was fully in ketosis. And I think I was fat adapted at that point, you know, I was testing my blood and everything. Um, just immediately when I started the keto lifestyle, I realized that I had a lot of mental clarity and I feel like it really helped me. I'm an individual who used to take, uh, Adderall daily. I quit that, um, many, many years ago, but I've always still kind of struggled with my professional career and managing everything and doing that really in a holistic way. And keto has really, really helped me to concentrate and, and have that brain power. I think that has a lot to do with MCT and just really our diet and everything. And I think that's been a big um, change for me as well, is realizing how much your diet plays into that and how that can really affect the way your brain operates every day. That's a fantastic answer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so let's... Talk about the first couple months uh, as far as progress goes. Did you lose quickly? Did you? Oh, I lost crazy quickly. I could, I, well, like I said, I lost, 
I lost 31 pounds my first month. And again, I think that was just a ton of inflammation and just really, uh, you know, everybody post, uh, post the, the carb face versus keto face. We're just like bloated individuals, uh, you know, when we're intaking all that sugar in the inflammatories. And so um, I lost a ton of weight and I was hooked immediately. And I, I guess I should mention too, like, you know, my wife has always, has been on this journey with me as well. She's also lost over a hundred pounds. And it's just really changed um, our. It's really changed our whole life. I have the whole weight tracker app, but I, I lost weight very quickly, and I was immediately just like, "This needs to be my life." Now I haven't lost any weight. I've maintained for the last year of my life, and and I'm okay with that. I'm at a good weight now. I'm at 207, and a lot of that is uh, I work out a, a lot as well. So I think I've gained some muscle mass, and I've maintained the weight, and I'm I'm happy where I am. And Marty, I apologize if I missed it. Um, how tall are you? I am, well, you know, we shrink. I think I'm 5'10", but I think I'm 5'9 now. I'm basically Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that bad. You're not that bad. Well, I, <laughs> how do I follow up with that? <laughs> I'm not sure. Leave You're up, up with stunners here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. No, I mean you're wearing the weight very, very well. You know, one of your transformation picks, like your, the, the, your shoulders, your arms. I mean, you're doing great, and you can definitely tell you're definitely adding muscle. You're definitely adding muscle that definitely was not there before. So, I mean, like I like I tell everyone, anyone that's willing to put forth the effort and grind it out to to do any kind of physique changes, you know. All the respect in the world because that that's something that is 100% earned, not given. There's no there's no cheating. There's no way around it. You you just no. got to put the work in to get there. But I think what's amazing is you guys. When I was going through this, I really really started to think, and it took me a long time to actually start working out. I've never been an individual who's I have never worked out in my whole life. I I've honestly learned how to work out in the last. Uh, year. And I promised myself I was going to go into my 40s in the best shape of my life. It was a big deal. And I thought, you know, I've done so much to lose all this weight. I'm going to learn how to work out. And I, I, I found a buddy who taught me really how to work out. And it's been an amazing transformation. And it, it's crazy to think that, you know, this is really truly about the work you put in. It's just what Alberto said, you know, um, we can, for the most part, we can design the body that we want to. It's just work right? Like we can do there. Now, obviously people that are losing a ton of weight, there's some obstacles in the way and it may not be perfect, but it really is a matter of just putting in the work and there's no shortcuts and you've got to dedicate the, um, you know, yourself every day and you'll, and you'll achieve those results eventually, I hope. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about the mental changes, Marty. I mean, I know you kind of touched on that a little bit a few minutes ago, but did you get the the mental clarity that so many people talk about with keto? Did you just what what kind of psychological things happen with all these changes? Well, a hundred percent. That's what I said. I mean, that was probably you know probably even for me before you could start to see the physical change and what it was doing to my body, and that I actually was losing weight again. The first month was incredible. I lost thirty one pounds. But like I said, what really addicted me to uh, the keto lifestyle was that mental focus that I had. I felt like I was doing better in my work days. Um, I was prioritizing my 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 job better and just really feeling positive about every day. And that was a big change of, of, my, of my diet, obviously. Very cool. Right? Yeah, very cool. So uh, how's family life been? Um, wife and kids and whatnot, how have they reacted? Have they joined in? What, what's that story? Well, like I said, my wife um, has joined this journey with me the entire time. Um, she had actually... Um, kind of started her fitness journey many, many years before I did. Um, she goes to a local uh, circuit fitness thing and does it every day. It's a, it's a ton of money. <laughs> and she wasn't really seeing a lot of results. And it kind of goes back into the whole diet. Uh, what's the what's the equation? 80-20. Um, she wasn't seeing a lot of results. And once we kind of got on keto, um, she started to really kind of start to shed weight um, and she's lost, uh, you know, I think almost a hundred pounds as well. Uh, so she's good with that. It's, it's a little bit tougher with my daughter, obviously. I think, you know, she's eight and I, I I'm trying to teach her, um, about nutrition. Cause like I said before, you know, for 40 years of my life, I'd never looked at a label and said, how many grams of sugar am I intaking with this product? You know what I mean? And so I try to teach her that. Uh, and we make choices throughout the day that are that are less, uh, you know, that are better for her health, I should say. Yeah. 
Yeah, but she still eats macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Yeah. They're kids, you know. Like I, I've got a six-year-old and nine-year-old daughter, and and believe me, just you doing what you're doing has an effect on them. You know, I don't restrict anything my kids eat, and, right. and I would assume that you know your daughter probably eats cleaner than the average just because of how you're going about things. And even to the point where even my kids, you know, they'll go to eat something, they'll come to me and be like, "Does this have sugar in it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it has right. sugar in it." And we so like, they're, they're still going to eat it, but the awareness is there. And, and that's huge because as that grows with them, you know, they'll be able to make decisions for themselves and be a little more educated about them. Well, yeah, no offense to our parents, but did anyone on this call today have that as a, a, a le- learning lesson in life? Nope. No, no, <laughs> I, I didn't either. Like we never, we didn't look at that. You know, it's, that's how I got 40 years through life and never really even thought about it until I um, you know, had a very sedentary job, office job and didn't move for, you know, 12 hours a day. Yeah. So let, let's talk a little bit about the job. I know that you don't, you can't uh, go into too, too many specifics with it, but uh, you help support a company that helps with food distribution. We're kind of at a time in a day and age where food distribution is kind of a hot topic. Tell us a little yes. bit about your perspective on that right now. Um, what your what your perception on, is on it and things like that. Well, I mean, I, I'm not even going to pretend like I have any idea where this is going to go. Um, obviously, there is a huge demand right now. Uh, I work for a global distribution company that um, provides primarily uh, to restaurants. So obviously, we're very impacted by what's happening right now. I know that you know we're trying to do everything that we can to support our customers and our local uh, restaurateurs and, and getting through this time. And so uh, it's a very fluid situation, obviously. And I, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, it, obviously, it's scary for everybody, especially some of my industry and and looking at you know my family's livelihood. So hopefully, we can all support our local restaurants and continue to order takeout and do things like that 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 support them. Again, I know this won't air for many weeks, but um, uh, hopefully this this mess is not lost. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. it, it's it's a good one for sure. Yeah, and um, that that was my my thought too as we were talking yeah. pr- before the show started. Is um, I'm financially not in a position where I can do much uh, eating out right now, but I'm gonna support as best as I can. You know, all of these other uh, small businesses, uh, companies, and 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 you know, still stand protocol. But you know, we again, there are things like Uber Eats and things like that that yep. give us the ability to to order um, and have it delivered, or go and pick it up, and uh, and still stay within the protocols that have been set in front of us. And I think uh, any little bit that we can do towards that will help these businesses, especially the small local businesses. And Austin is all about local restaurants. Yes, they are. Um, uh, so it, it's uh, it's definitely something that um, I've been seeing all the posts and that yes we're open just not for not for dine in uh, you know things and that's uh, that's been very helpful and hopeful uh, for sure and uh, no big surprise that uh, Brother Tin's barbecue out here uh, is still selling out on a regular basis <laughs> yeah that doesn't doesn't surprise me at all so with with the food thing and again I know we can't get into specifics and whatnot but um, Finding out what you have found personally with keto, does that, do you have an opportunity to kind of convey that to the powers that be that, hey, this is something that we should try to share with our customers and whatnot, because this is, this is a different way of eating that makes people feel good and lose weight and so on and so forth. I mean, you're you would probably be swimming upstream, uh, you know, because people like sugar and fat and all that. But I just, I'm just curious if you've been able to give a little bit of a voice to keto in the food distribution world. No, to be honestly, I, I, I haven't. But that is a great suggestion. It's certainly something that I, I might consider doing. I mean, obviously, it's catching on. There's a lot of mainstream restaurants now that you see that are doing what they're calling keto friendly. Alberto, I'm sure you can comment on this. You know, it's like once we actually ask for that nutritional information, we realize that it is uh, quickly not uh, actually keto. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of frustrates me in a lot of ways that we, that that we have these folks out there that are that are doing this that are that, that are really not offering keto options, but. Uh, I think I I will definitely try to see where I can get in. This is a very large company, so I don't know how much my voice is 
being heard. <laughs> well, just remember, number one, I'm the one that asked the question of the three of us, and the check goes to me. Uh, <laughs> so please. Um, <laughs> but, my, but, but you actually, what you just kind of touched on with the second thing that I was going to ask in that, um, you know, there's the, the evolution of food, restaurant food, I should say, has definitely changed in the last few years because now all these restaurants – have to um, share calories and di- different yeah. uh, dietary details and so on. Um, I, I don't know if I can ask you this. So I'm going to ask you, and you can completely deny it, but or, or say I can't do it. Is are do people really know what they're always getting when they order their food at a restaurant, or is well, there no, stuff I, that has been you know modified and so on and so forth in such a way that's like, oh my gosh, you could go to the butcher and get this the right way rather than the way that it's being done here. Well, I, I should say. If- uh, that my my role, in, although I'm in the food industry, my role is primarily in the technology aspect of that food industry. So I, I really don't have a lot of knowledge on, okay. like, you know, vendor Fair. and nutritional information. But I would say that I think any company that is uh, putting out their nutritional information has to have that backed up. So I think as consumers, uh, we just, you know, at least I think the first step is is asking for that. Um, you know, I am a big, a huge fan of looking up things again, especially keto friendly. I will hop on most corporate websites and and take the time to look up that nutritional information before I decide that that's something I'm going to consume. I'll just take that time to do it. Okay, fair yeah. point. And again, last name Inman, I N M A N. So when you have that suggestion, <laughs> I go back. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Let's hey, let's get together. We'll, we'll get together after this call to to plan that. Please do. Yeah, I'll give you my yeah. bank account number because I'm yeah, sure exactly. That's- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so following up with that, just a tiny bit. I mean, obviously, being in the food industry, when when your uh, your transformation started, and as you started dropping off a lot of weight. Uh, how was the, the coworker situation when, when, you know, they start seeing all these changes right in front of I, lo- I love that you asked that. So we have a, um, you know, again, a very large company. I think we have 60 plus thousand employees across the country. Um, you know, we, I, I started a, uh, intercompany chat group, uh, for keto. A lot of people saw my transformation and started asking me about it. And I really became a billboard for keto and really kind of helped coach a lot of people internally that I could like kind of feel uh, the change that I was making in their life. And these are people that I was invested in. You know, I would I would go online and, and figure out their macros for them and send them the, the, the kind of keto grocery list. And it was kind of cool to be a part of that and seeing so many people uh, really changing their lives for that. And so um, that's been fun for sure. So what, what would you say your favorite part of this journey has been for you? Because it sounds like you've had a blast, but what, what's been your favorite revelation? Just, I, I think, you know, really what I've done for myself, I've learned that um, I, you know, dedicating time to myself and learning something um, again and, and putting myself on a routine and caring about my body. I'm 40 years old. I, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. I obviously have no lack of energy, as you guys can tell. And I just really feel good about where I'm at and what I'm doing. I feel great in my career. Uh, in my life. And I feel like keto lifestyle has really kind of led me to so many things that were uh, better in my life. Again, let's just go over that checklist. I had uh, gout, kidney stones, sleep apnea, high blood pressure. You know, there were so many things wrong with me before and none of that exists today. And all I do is choose to eat a better way. And I'm excelling in my career and in my life. Uh, My body looks better than it's ever looked and I'm just a happy person. So that's really it. Well, that's that's good enough. In my, I know. In my opinion, <laughs> that, well, you know, that's pretty good. It, it, this is true. Like this mm-hmm. is all really, really true. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, um, let's. So, what what were your your go to resources early on? Whenever you're first starting to get getting going. So, uh, another way of asking it would be like, what are the books or websites that you would give someone who's just starting or just trying to yeah. find out about it? Well, I joined so many groups, uh, obviously in the, in the beginning. Um, but I, I think, um, honestly, dietdoctor.com was a big one that I used. Uh, I downloaded, uh, a, de- a couple different apps. I use, um, let me just look and see. I haven't used it in a while. So I don't track anything. Carb manager was my kind of go-to app for tracking and really learning about nutrition. Um, so those were the things that I went to. I, I buy all cookbooks just for great recipes. 
but I think it's cool that you can really Google any recipe you want to make and put keto in front of it. And you're going to find a variation of that. And I do that almost daily. Very cool. So what is your favorite keto food, sir? Chicken wings. And, and, and you can't no. say steak. I should no. preface. No, chicken, chicken wings, chicken wings. I will eat some chicken wings all day. And, and I, uh, I dig some cob salads. I just eat those everywhere I go. I travel a lot for work and I, I find a way to make everything keto. What's your, um, we, we get this constantly in the group, um, people who travel and are not in a kitchen routinely. What's your go-to travel food? I mean, do you throw beef jerky in your bag or yep. what, what do you yep. take with you? A hundred percent. I buy that $13 bag of beef jerky at the airport every time. I also uh, obviously buy almonds. I try to keep it light on those. Um, I drink, um, water obviously i I pack that and then uh you know i i kind of have my go-to restaurants that i always go to i find the things again i take the time to look at the nutritional information and i will go to my my chain restaurants or things like that and i just order the same thing every time i kind of have a system down depending on what city i'm traveling to i literally will go to the same restaurant in that city every time and order the same meal every time because i've already done the the work to find out what my nutritional content is What's, um, if people are traveling out to Arizona, is there a local type food that you would tell people to try? Well, there's a ton of food. Obviously, Scottsdale is a big, uh, tourist, uh, destination. Um, but we, I found Rubio's tacos here in town does a bomb keto taco. So they have shrimp, steak, any kind of thing that you want. They put the, uh, the cheese fresh on the grill, crisp that up, fold it up into a taco shell. Nice. And, uh, it's, it's really, really good. Okay. Fantastic. Um, I want to ask one more thing and then I'll turn it back over to the guys. If you, if hopefully you've got my check written by now. Um, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> you, you talked about the, the different, uh, resources that you started, uh, looking up when you first went on the keto journey and you kind of whittled it down to the keto man's club. So tell folks why us, why this group has been helpful to you. You know, there's just nobody that's really too judgy in this group. You know, I, I love the fact that the leaders that run this group, you guys, uh, you know, post about your life. Alberto, I, I feel like we're twin brothers at this point. I mean, I'm trying to get that body. But you know what I mean? I just I'm really connected with you guys. I have left every other group. I, I, I honestly feel kind of guilty sometimes. I feel like I should share more because this group has given so much to me that I really need to kind of share more of my story and recipes and, and stuff that I'm doing. But And I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that moving forward. But uh, it's it's kind of been really cool in my life. And I always, um, you know, I spend every day coming into this group, regardless of my travel or anything that's going on. Uh, I connect with everybody. I try to really encourage people and comment where I can and just... Uh, it's been it's been fantastic for me, and, and I appreciate what you guys are doing, uh, and the fact that you uh, invited me to be here tonight. Oh, that's great. So, so when you're at home, or and it might still be chicken wings, but like, what is your go to meal when you're at home? And everything you got all the time in the world, everything's going your way. Your, your favorite, your favorite, whatever it was, was on sale at the grocery store. What is your number one go to? So legit, I make a bomb bomb uh, Thai curry, like. Um, chicken thigh with keto rice. I do the full fried rice. Thing. So green onions, um, fried cauliflower rice, um, eggs in there, everything in there. It's so bomb. I love it. I think I posted it before. Sounds delicious. I'd break so carnivore for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So let's circle back to something. You didn't really go into a lot of detail about what your, your workout regimen has been. Uh, what, tell us a little bit more about what that is currently. Of course, like maybe not right this minute because, well, <laughs> uh, because of uh, being in lockdown mostly. Uh, yeah. But um, tell us what, what your normal regimen for, for the gym is and whatnot. Yeah. So like I said, I think I've really honestly, I, I, I've honestly never worked out you guys in my whole life. Um, I didn't know I was intimidated to go into the gym. I would always kind of like stare at the machines and wonder what to do. So I'd end up on the treadmill, like a lot of people out there. And, you know, nobody wants to be the guy walking around the gym with their phone out watching videos of how to do things. So um, I actually connected with my neighbor and he was a great guy. He was like, I'm going to, I'm going to take you with me. He took me to our local gym and it, it kind of taught me a routine. So 
Um, I, I pretty much follow that. I'm not intimidated anymore. I, I love going out to the free weights and learning new things and just trying new exercises. And so it, it just kind of took me to get over that. I know that sounds crazy again yeah. at 40 it, years old, but it, I had never done that. I didn't need so, to. It makes you know, total I sense. I, yeah, I, I hadn't I done any of it until I was 35. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So I, I thought I was the only one, you know what I mean? Um, I never needed to. I was always skinny. Uh, and again, I got kind of a sedentary job where I sat and I gained a lot of weight and I wasn't making good choices. So again, um, what I do every day is I go probably five to six days a week. Um, it's just kind of my, I, I work from home. So it's my one outlet now. That's the other thing that I've kind of realized is I need to make that time for myself. And I don't, I don't care. I don't care who's emailing me. That's my time during the day. So I do 30 minutes of cardio every day. And then I, I generally do, you know, 15 to 18 sets of, of weight training. Very cool. And what are you able to keep up while you're traveling? That's so tough, but I, I try to figure it out. You're right, Alberto, you're always posting, um, you know, a lot of the, I, I try to stay at uh, hotels. I actually take a look at that now when I'm actually booking, which is a major change <laughs> in my life. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, know, do I know they, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, so f- making sure they have some fitness, but I, I'm kind of learning. And again, that's where I'm actually not scared to, I don't care at five 30 in the morning, I'm going down there and I I'll have my videos on learning how to do some stuff with free weights that maybe is different from what is the, you know, cable machines at the gym. So. Yeah, the amount of research that goes into me choosing a hotel when I'm traveling for work, it's like I just keep scrolling through pictures. Like, I need to find a picture of this gym. Then I'm like looking at reflections in the mirror and the gym pictures, see if I can spot a dumbbell. And, and, and what kind of breakfast can I get? What kind of breakfast can I get? You yeah, know, it doesn't, doesn't gonna take all your bacon. Uh, all your bacon's gone. It, yeah, it doesn't matter what the room looks like at all. Do they have a no, gym that has no, some no. free weights and do That's they right. serve yeah, breakfast? Bacon. <laughs> if I'm lucky, dumbbells up to 35 pounds and a bench. For sure. I can For make sure. that work. <laughs> we can do it. We can definitely do it with that. Yeah. You just have to be dedicated. And again, use, uh, you know, don't be embarrassed. Again, a hotel gym is not, uh, you know, your, your LA fitness, but, um, you know, just pop open a video and, and learn how to do some new stuff. Marty, you sound, you said that you're very tech savvy. So what I'm wondering is if there is a way that we can connect with a hotel chain or two and make them uh, keto certified or approved by the keto man club kind of thing. But I'm going to need to, sh- we're both, we're going to have to exchange bank accounts after this. We have so many great ideas. So many great ideas are happening right now. <laughs> I mean, why, who would not want to see Albert, Alberto's ag- photo in a in the hotel room. Oh, yeah. For and, sure. And we serve says, whole you know, avocados, bacon, and eggs for breakfast. Exactly. And we have free weights. <laughs> Keto certified. Cha-ching! Hilton. <laughs> Could you uh, imagine? Well, we have our menu. LLC. Breakfast menu is black coffee, butter, heavy That's whipped right. cream, avocado, MCT, bacon, MCT, and eggs. MCT oil. MCT oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh if we could replace that in the hand sanitizer yeah, machine could you yeah exactly could you mention the mct oil pump in the breakfast station mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. those poor people oh. yeah. could you imagine what is this frank <laughs> get, some, get some kathy get some oh lord meet you in the gym yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Put it in your coffee. It's a sweetener. Yeah. It's a natural. It's be so, oh, feel it. See how it feels on your lips, Kathy. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like chapstick. Oh. This train has derailed so bad. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Yeah, that would be awesome. That yes, be for awesome. sure. So creatures, creatures of habits are good things, man. Like when yeah. I travel, like it's. Like, cause I'm only going to certain cities and it's like, like you were saying at the same point now, like, you know, if, if I'm headed to, you know, wherever, like there's one hotel I stay at there, yeah. I know exactly yep. what to expect. I know exactly where it is in relation to the grocery stores. You know, I know exactly where it is, what their gym looks like, you know, and then the one that, that I'm thinking off the top of my head when I, when I got to go way up Northwest, like they have two propane grills outside. You know, there's a, there's a Walmart and there's a grocery store, like right down the street. They got little tiny kitchenettes that are like, you know, fully, fully stocked kitchenettes. So most of the time when I'm work traveling, if, if I can find that branch or that exact brand, wherever I'm going, that's where I'm staying. Because, you know, a quick trip to the grocery store, a few pounds of bacon, a dozen eggs, I can make myself breakfast every morning, uh, <laughs> save myself a ton of time, save my company, you know, money. Because when I'm traveling, you know, they, they cover everything. So it's like it's it's a win win. And it, you stay on plan. You're not you're not guessing as to what you're getting out at breakfast. And it's it's 100 percent 
trackable if you're going to be one to track your macros. And I don't really see a, another way to do it. And, you know, that place having a grill sometimes when it comes time to eat dinner, like I'll just go out and, you know, pick up a ribeye and a, and a, a pack of jalapeno poppers and sit by the pool, have my little Bluetooth stereo going and then have my little one man party and I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's investing in yourself. It's investing in your, again, for me, for my career, I, I feel the mental clarity. I feel the energy to do what I do every day because of my diet and my lifestyle. And I, and I invest in that. And, you know, it's also tough. I, I definitely make provisions when I am traveling to these business events. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, I'll go to Chicago and be de- eating dinner with, uh, you know, a whole group of people at 11 o'clock at night at a steakhouse which great, it's a steakhouse, but clearly that is not our lifestyle and how we eat. I'm done by six o'clock at night, every night, you know? And so I really try to make sure that when I travel to those places, I'm carrying that stuff with me. I have MCT oil with me in a little squirt pouch. I'm trying to take care of my body and what my body needs in terms of fats and, and kind of subsiding that hunger. Um, so that when I do go to those 11 o'clock dinners, um, I can eat a minimal amount and, and, you know, it's still kind of fast the next day. No, you said you don't track, right? No, I don't anymore. That's fantastic. And, um, here, like, coming from the, the work traveling standpoint, so we got kind of off on that tangent. Um, I don't know if yours is like mine where, you know, you, you got clients who it's it's customary to take them out to eat or, you know, go out and grab a couple of yeah. drinks afterwards. And uh, like, I know for me, like they, I just flat out stopped doing it. Like, you know, like, oh, do you want to go out? Yeah, you can go out to eat me just over here, you know, grab a few beers. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm really not interested in. And, I mean, it got awkward for a little while there, but now it's like, you know, my customers know me and, you know, they get to the point where they're just like, oh, you know, yeah, we know you ain't gonna go out with us. It's cool. And, you know, we'll, we'll still get work done. But uh, but how are you able to navigate? Because sometimes, I mean, it sounds simple, but sometimes it, it's not easy to be able to peel yourself away from those situations. So oh, how, how, how con- was your experience with that? <laughs> I haven't quite conquered that yet. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. I still have those situations. I just try to keep it obviously strict to, you know, I drink, uh, you know, vodka sodas with lime and, um, you know, I try to limit those obviously as it's still calories coming in, which are my precious macros, but, uh, it's a part of the job for me. And I, you know, I just, I still make the, the best choices that I can in terms of what, what, what alcohol I consume. And, how and, much? That, and that's really about all you can do. Cause I mean, it, yeah. you know, some of these situations as you can attest to are absolute free for alls and, yeah. and you know, it's, it's, it's your little party away from home. Everybody lets loose and relaxes and probably drinks entirely way too much. And, and you know, it, you, you could go down one of two paths when, when you're put in those situations, you know, and I, I'm to the point now where it's just like, you know, I'll have a like, cocktail or two, but yeah. I'm, I can't, I personally in my job, I cannot get to a point where I'm going to drink so much to where it's going to have an effect on my performance the next day. Right. I'm not going to eat some pizza. (laughs) That just cannot happen. You know, whether, whether it's, you know, I go off plan and we're to eat some food and it kind of, you know, gets me all achy and a headache and a stomach ache or whether I were to drink too much and I get that, you know, brain fog from too much alcohol the night before, like, like with what I do, I mean, there are certain times where, you know, you might have a giant account on the line and, you know, this is all collision centers. Or keep it all in perspective of not like dealing with like life and death and stuff. But like, you know, we got giant accounts on the line and there's a time where there might be a car in the paint booth and whether we land that account comes down to how my performance is in that paint booth and how that one car comes out as far as the paint job goes. Well, you and know, you, you slay at that. You slay. Oh yeah. But at the same time, I know what I got to do the night before and yeah. what I got to avoid the night before to be at my prime the next day and not second guessing myself and much like working out. Like there are some days when I wake up and I'm just kind of feeling timid and I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be, a, it's going to be, it'll be a workout, but it ain't going to be the workout. That's there all are that days matters, where, bud. Yeah. And there are days where I wake up, my feet are stopping the floor and I'm like, today's PR day. Like I, the moment I wake up, I know it like today's PR day. But when it comes to work, like it's gotta be PR day every time I step in that paint booth. So like, I can't second guess myself. I can't have that cloudy judgment. I can't, you know, I, those moments can't be there. So, so like the guys, I was saying, it's, it's, it takes a lot. And, and the fact that you're even able to stay on plan when you get stuck in those kind of situations is incredible. Cause I, I know how stressful it can become. And, and, uh, what's the word I'm looking Not like you're getting bullied, but it's just like everyone around you is, is, is kind of in this party mode and you're still trying to keep it chill and you can be easily swayed and distracted. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, much well, no, respect. But I, I just know how much work we put into this and what all of us put into this. And if I can, again, learn about nutrition for the first time in my life and discipline myself, I can also discipline myself in so many other areas. And that's also why I said, you know, I feel like this whole diet and the mental clarity and the energy that I have 
has not only excelled me in terms of my self-confidence and how I feel about my body, but how I feel about work and how I accomplish and tackle every day. I've started working out. I mean, there's just been so many things that have happened that are a byproduct of making this lifestyle change that it's undeniable that I will never stop living this way. Amen to that. (laughs) Never going back. Never going back. Well, we're um, running up on time, so I, we we want to be uh, we want to honor th- the time that that we, you've given <laughs> we've us. We've all got so many places to go. Oh yeah, we, we, yeah. we've got yeah. so many. I, I have sleep to get to at night t- yeah. tonight, though. I, I did not we sleep. Look forward to. I did not sleep well last night. Uh, <laughs> so, um, that being said, how can people connect with you? We we know that you're in the group. We're going to make sure that you know you get out there a little bit more. Keep posting. Keep helping people out. Maybe we'll wrangle you into the. Uh, I will. I get in the beginners group. Help them out. They need it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, but the, people connect with you that way. But where else can people connect with you online? I don't. I don't have anywhere else. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm here to share my story. I'm not trying to promote anything. Obviously, uh, every, anyone can connect with me in the group. I'm happy to offer advice, um, and uh, you know, I definitely will, will will share more and be a, a more integral part of this group. Very, very cool. Well, I think you know, even though you've been quiet, you, you're a key part of that for sure. <laughs> So let's go around the horn real quickly, get the other social uh, information, run through our, our weekly reminders, any other, uh, so any other things like that. Jim, how can people connect with you? Well, of course, uh, the group's on Facebook and then Instagram at Jim Inman JR. Berto? Uh, same as far as the group on Instagram, it's L.KitoCholo. And if uh, you subscribe to Ben Phelps, podcast a good friend of ours uh, the primal broadcast i just uh, he just released an episode that him and i recorded he was gracious enough to have me on and that just dropped the other day and i did i did share a link with it in the group if in case you haven't you know learned enough about me uh, with my oversharing you can hear about <laughs> it too <laughs> yeah absolutely and you can connect with me on instagram as at duckman keto uh, so I'm available that way and, uh, on the groups, of course. Uh, so definitely some, some, you know, great ways to connect with us as people, but you can connect with the, uh, podcast on Instagram by reaching out to at keto man's club podcast. You can also email us at keto man's club podcast at gmail.com. And you can leave us a voicemail. I haven't checked our voicemail recently, so we may have one or two. Um, but uh, you can give us a call and leave a voicemail for us by calling 512-518-6161. Now, in this particular day and age where we're all cooped up in our houses going a little bit stir crazy, uh, that's probably a little dangerous. And so I'm glad that it doesn't actually ring my phone. Uh, anyway, <laughs> feel free to leave your voicemails. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so I uh, – if you get the chance to, please reach out uh, to your podcast platform, whatever you listen in, uh, whether it be Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify. Try to leave a rating review. Uh, anything that you can do in that regard helps to help the, the algorithm know that, that we're making an impact. And we, we see the numbers. We see the responses that we're getting. You can also leave a comment uh, on uh, either – uh, the the podcast uh, in 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 Apple Podcasts, but you can also leave it on our Facebook page. We've got a Facebook page specifically for the podcast, so you can uh, do that and uh, leave us a comment and uh, a rating on all of that. It, again, helps the algorithm, helps uh, get us in front of more people, uh, and it's not about our fame; it's about trying to reach out and, and provide a resource for as many people as possible uh, to uh, be able to help change their lives and uh, help them know that they can do it because that's, that's the important part. Um, Jim, any other uh, last minute business before we wrap up completely? Well, <clears throat> the last podcast episode that we um, recorded, we talked about a lot of, big milestones um, for the group and for the Keto Man's Club in general. So um, I would encourage folks to go back and listen to that one and uh, stay tuned with that. Um, We've kind of put things a little bit on a holding pattern just because of the COVID-19 details and whatnot. Um, 
but um you know we're still rocking and rolling growth in the groups has been wonderful it's ongoing and so um yeah if you're interested come check it out and hit us up with questions chris gave you all the good info so let us know what we can do for you you can the the last bit that people need to know is that you can get our website by going to keto the ketomansclub.com and uh, all of our links to everything is everywhere there. Um, so and you can get to that link from our Instagram and uh, through our Facebook, as long as Facebook doesn't uh, have an <laughs> anomalous uh, AI blocking everybody that has a link tree. Anyway, uh, rant over on all that. It's been great having you on the show, Marty. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure getting to meet you and uh definitely it will uh it'll be good to you know you say that you're in austin every now and again so uh, i told you 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 gotta make gotta make some time add an extra day something well i will find you friends yeah. i will find you for sure absolutely <laughs> Umberto will uh will definitely do what we can to uh to meet up with you maybe get a workout in but uh you know share some share some barbecue or something Okay, well, that's it for this week. Until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs> <laughs>